Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. Hey, and this week, once again, co-hosting with me on the brew and sharpen parts of the Daily Grind, my sister, Carla Cockrum. Hello, Daily Grind. So happy to be here. Got a cup of coffee and let's go. All right. Let's get this show on the road. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Wednesday, September the 13th. And on this date in 1790, the United States Capitol was moved to New York City from from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow. Okay. And on this date in 1899, Henry Bliss became the first person in the United States to be killed in an automobile accident. Oh, golly. 1899. Arthur Smith was driving the taxi cab that struck Bliss, and he was charged, but later acquitted. Oh, my. There you go. There's a lot going on. On this date in 1814, Francis Scott Key composed his poem, Defense of Fort McHenry, which later became known as The Star-Spangled Banner. Yep. And on this date in 1956, the IBM 305 Ramac, the first commercial computer to use disk storage, was introduced. Oh, my goodness. Disk storage. And they were giant things. And they, yes, they were. They look for whom it's crazy. It's like <laughs> you need more space than my wow, house and you still right. wouldn't have what my phone has in it. That's exactly. crazy. Oh, gosh. And on this date in 1969, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? premiered (laughs) on TV. (laughs) Scooby-Dooby-Doo. And on this date in 1985, NES released Super Mario Brothers in Japan. Oh. I know. 1985. Yep. September 13th is also Bald is Beautiful Day. (laughs) Okay. It's Celiac Disease Awareness day oh okay yeah that's um, meaningful to most it is. people celiac you know is that thing like where your small intestine can't absorb right nutrients and stuff and right it's tied to the gluten stuff as well too yes it's now i think these two days are interesting that they both are the 13th um one the 13th is defy superstition day <laughs> okay <laughs> okay but it's also Fortune Cookie Day, which is really oh, kind of a superstitious. What are you supposed to do? What do you do? Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Um, it's Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. Uh-huh. It's Peanut Day. Okay. Uh, a great day to celebrate for some of the population. A terrifying day for some of the others. Many others, yes. It's Positive Thinking Day. Okay. 
it's Uncle Sam Day. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, Uncle Sam. Happy, yeah, happy day. And it's Ronald Dahl Day. Oh, all and right. Ronald Dahl, remember from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Chocolate Factory. and mm-hmm. James and the Giant Peach. Peach. And yep. All that kind of stuff. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. No plane and no plane. N-O-P-L-A-N-E and K-N-O-W-P-L-A-I-N sound exactly the same, but mean two entirely different things. Yes, indeed. Yep. Homonyms, they will trip you up every time. Every time. (laughs) Every year, the sites that ask for my age make me have to scroll longer and longer (laughs) to find my year. (laughs) I mean, I'm just going. Yes. Why do we start with the current year? Why don't we make young people people scroll up? Those people are not signing up for anything. No. You know, I don't think people would be so impressed with Superman if he had to flap his arms to keep flying. Uh, Yeah, he's cool looking. Just going. Yeah. The flapping, that would really be a detractor. Distraction, yes. Yeah. I, I should ask this question of Brett, but part of me wants to know what kind of high school history course were Bill <laughs> and Ted in that they would cover everything oh. from Socrates to Billy the Kid? That's pretty thorough. That is oh. a yeah, <laughs> random thing. Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon have both agreed that if they're ever confused for each other, they'll just go along with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That, that would be fun. <laughs> oh. So if you see one of them, call mm-hmm. them the other. The other, and yes. see if they see still how do. <laughs> you know, they say that if someone loses one of their senses, all of their other senses are enhanced. Yes. I believe that is true because I have seen this in people who have no sense of humor. <laughs> that They often have a heightened sense of self-importance. Yes, indeed. Agree. I'm happy to tell you that I was finally able to kick my addiction to chocolate marshmallows and nuts. What? (laughs) And and it was a rocky road. I'm not I'm not sure I believe you, but (laughs) but I'm I'm there for you. Okay. (laughs) I was just I had to phase it that way to use the rocky road fun. I got you. Oh, gosh. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. Today, we're going to explore some parables. You know, some people love riddles. Other people, not so much. But Jesus was prone not to give straight answers. In fact, he often answered questions with, questions. The rabbinic teaching style wasn't set up to give learners or disciples the answers, but to guide them to discovering answers for themselves. And so Jesus, as a rabbi, often led people to that kind of discovery. One of the ways he did that was the use of parables. And he used parables to convey his message, and not everybody got them. So today we're going to look at the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13 where we find Jesus at his storytelling best. He tells not one, not two, 
but seven parables. And these parables all revolve around one central theme, the kingdom of heaven, or as some call it, the kingdom of God. So we're going to look at these seven parables, see what they have for us today. Now, this is going to be a fast overview. You'll want to go back and read them. But first up, we have the parable of the farmer. It's a story that Jesus paints a picture of a farmer sowing seeds in different types of soil. Some seeds thrive, some get choked out by weeds, some don't grow at all. What's the point? Well, it's about how people respond to the good news of the kingdom of God. Next, we get the parable of wheat and weeds. Imagine a farmer planting wheat, only to discover that his enemy has sown weeds into the same field. The workers want to remove the weeds immediately, but the farmer says, wait until the harvest. This parable teaches us the kingdom of God on earth will have both believers and unbelievers, and God will sort it out in due time. Now let's talk about the parable of the mustard seed. Jesus tells us this tiny seed grows into something much larger than itself. Just like the kingdom of heaven starts small on earth, but grows exponentially. The parable of the yeast follows, and it's a simple one. A small amount of yeast transforms a whole batch of dough. Likewise, every person who believes in Jesus has an exponential impact on the people and community and world around them. Our next story is the parable of the hidden treasure. Picture a man stumbling upon buried treasure in a field. He's so excited. He sells everything he has to buy the field. This parable illustrates that the kingdom of God is so incredible that people will give up and should give up everything to follow Jesus and to be a part of it. Now, on to the parable of the pearl. A merchant seeks the finest pearl, and when he finds one, he sells everything to obtain it. This story emphasizes the immense value of the kingdom of God, prompting some to give up other valuable things to have what is most precious and of true value. Lastly, we have the parable of the fishing net. It tells the story of fishermen catching all kinds of fish in a net, only to have to sort out the good from the bad on shore. Just like the kingdom of God is open to everyone on earth, but when Jesus returns, he will sort believers from non-believers. So what do these parables mean for us today? Well, after looking into these stories, I think we can identify some key characteristics of the kingdom of heaven. Five that I want to mention today on the Daily Grind. One, the kingdom is open to everyone. And we should invite everyone to be a part of it. And second, we're not the one tasked with sorting believers from non-believers. That's God's job. And third, the kingdom, though massive, often starts with just one person's belief. And fourth, when one person believes, their impact on their community, on the world, is immense. And fifth, the kingdom is incredibly valuable. And we should be willing to go all in for it. So what do we do with what we just heard about the kingdom and these parables? Well, I think we can carry these lessons in our hearts as we strive to represent the kingdom of God on earth. Our faith serves as a representation of the kingdom to other Christians 
and to non-believers alike. We can actively invite others to be a part of it, just as Jesus did. And we should refrain from prematurely judging who's in and who's out. Leave that to God. It's his business. Remember, even the tiniest bit of faith can spark tremendous change in the world. So let's embrace the immense value of the kingdom and be willing to give up lesser things for it. As we start living out these principles, we become agents of change, helping usher in the kingdom of God here on earth and inviting more people to believe in Jesus. We have the amazing opportunity to have God use us to answer our own prayer. If we pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're asking God that his rule and his reign, that his kingdom could be completed in us and that his will will be done on earth just the way it is done in heaven. We have a chance to be part of the answer to that prayer if we open ourselves up to be used by God that way. So here's the challenge for us. Obviously, take some time. Reread these parables for yourself. Spend time in prayer. Seek guidance from Jesus on which aspect of his kingdom you should focus on in the coming week. And then actively look to see where God is at work and join in. Look for those opportunities to share the kingdom with those that are around you. I want to thank you for taking some of your precious time to join me on another episode of The Daily Grind. Remember, the kingdom of heaven may start small, but its impact is immeasurable. So keep trusting. Keep loving like Jesus. Keep inviting others into the kingdom. I hope you have a great Wednesday. I hope that you will have some moments in your day where you can experience and be aware of Jesus's presence in your life. So grace and peace to you in the name of King Jesus.